What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode seven of Playing the Field. I'm your host, Kurt Field, and this week I'm back at it with another amazing guest for you guys. First and foremost, thank you so much for sending in all those questions last week for our Q&A. I really didn't know what to think going into it. I was a little nervous, but you guys made it possible. Like I mentioned in the podcast, over 80-something questions were sent in. You know, it was, ended up I was worried it was going to be a 20-minute podcast. Uh, that was not how it ended up being, and I, that's all because of you guys. So thanks for listening. Thanks for going back and forth with me on social media. I, I really... I really appreciate you guys taking that time out of your day to do that. And who knows, if you guys liked it, the response has been pretty good so far. Maybe we can do it again in the future. So, but like I said, back at it with a guest today, and it's an awesome one. You guys are seriously in for a treat. And when I first started, you know, throwing around the idea of starting a podcast, probably over a year ago, it was because I would watch this person use social media and her platform to put out, you know, so many amazing different things, including her own podcast called From the Sidelines. So today's guest is Chanel Starling, and Chanel and I met 10 years ago during my freshman year uh, of high school at Grammy Memorial. She was a senior on the girls' basketball team while I was a freshman on the boys' basketball team, and we bonded immediately, and our friendship has really taken off since. In today's conversation, Chanel and I are going to talk about different projects that Chanel has been a part of or created by herself over the course of the last few years, uh, where she's at now, where she eventually wants this sports industry to take her, and I can't even begin to explain to you guys how excited I am for you guys to meet her. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. Guys, it's happening. We're finally doing the damn thing. Chanel is in the building, and we are so excited to have an amazing conversation for you guys. Thank you so, so much for coming on, Chanel. Kurt, this is, you knew this was going to happen. It was just the one. I'm so excited. I'm so honored to be on this great podcast. I'm, I'm so excited to have you. And when I tell you guys that Chanel has influenced me, both personally and professionally, more than you know, I'm not just blowing smoke. Like she's someone that I've looked up to for a really long time in so many different capacities, and she's been instrumental in helping me achieve goals professionally. And like you know, Chanel was one of the first people when I mentioned I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna start a podcast. When I was going through artwork and like all that crap, I'm like Chanel, what yeah. do I need to start a podcast? <laughs> like she was a go-to because she's been so successful with what she's done. And I'm just so thrilled that you helped me get to this point. And now we've like kind of come full circle and like, here you are. You're, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so intense. You're on the damn thing. I know. But no, seriously, like down to the microphones and the interface I have and not even like critiquing, but like suggesting like for yeah. artwork stuff. I was like, it's just stuff I wouldn't have really picked up on. And oh my God. No, just stay. <laughs> I got to gas you up. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I w we were just talking off mic for a second, but I said in my open that we've known each other for 10 years. We met 10 years ago Jeez. at Grand V High. That is a milestone. We are, friend, we are, we are friends, friends. We are, like, like, we are real friends. We're like decade friends. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like it. I like the sound of that. It's like I remember writing in the back of Chanel's yearbook freshman oh. year. Oh. oh, my gosh. I was looking at that the other day 
because I was moving some stuff around. And every time I read it, I like get my eyes get watery. I'm like, oh my God. And I remember that because I feel like you had my yearbook for a while. Not a while. Well, I wrote like a damn book. Yeah. You were just like, I'm not done yet. And I was like, okay, just let me know when you're done. And then I got it and I was just like. You took sorry, up a guys. whole page. <laughs> I was like, sorry, guys. Kurt has a page, though. So. Yeah. so sorry about that. Fit wherever you can. So did you uh, go to Granby for all four years? Yeah. So I started at Granby in middle school. Okay. So I started in sixth, sixth seventh, eighth, and then went to high school and yep. did all four years at high school. Gotcha. Did you enjoy coming to Granby? Like, was it weird? Was it? Um, it was definitely weird. It yeah. was very, it was a culture shock for me right. um, just because I was living in Hartford and I was coming to, you know, a suburban. Yeah. You're you coming know, to area. a cow town. Yeah. You were and, coming to a cow town. And the crazy thing is like, even in sixth grade, when I first started at Granby, I would have to wake up at five. Oh, a sixth grader, you know, I'm in sixth grade and I have to wake up at five o'clock because I have to get ready. I have to take a shower. I have to eat. And then after my bus would come at like six twenty. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it was weird. Well, like for for experiences with me when I've like been coaching and stuff, some of the Hartford kids who play on these teams, you know, the same thing. They get up at five, the bus comes at six fifteen or whatever, and then they have an entire day of school, which is a long day. Right. Those those days get long. Very. And then, you know, if you play a sport, like, so I'm going to talk about some of these guys that I coach in football, like, you know, practice doesn't even start until four right? and then it's film and then you're on the field and then practice is over at 7.15. You've been at Granby for like 12 hours. Exactly. And you're just, it's, I mean, it's, it's an okay place, but it's not a place you want to be for 12 right. hours. And it's like, I mean, it, it you're at school too. You're at so school. it's just like, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to school for a few hours and then, you know, you're at school the entire Correct. time. And yeah. I think for me, I started, I played basketball starting in like eighth grade. Cause I didn't make the seventh grade team, but you know, I'm oh. about that. it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. um, Moving but um, when I played in eighth grade, it wasn't as intense cause it was just eighth grade, you know, right. middle school, a little different. Yeah. Once I got to high school and I knew I wanted to play basketball, that's when I kind of built, a lot of my relationships with people. Yeah. Um, as far as when I come, you know, Kurt, when I come to Granby, it's either to see a few of my friends, you or the teachers. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, that's why I'm coming right. here. Cause they've done so much for me. Like right. Jigs, yeah. um, Nisbet. Nizzy. You know, they, yeah, yeah. They are, they have been like super, um, important yeah. and vital to, you know, what I was doing. I would go to Jigs house in the middle of after school. Yeah. Um, cause it's like, okay, everyone else is, you know, the game is at what, seven? Yeah. School ends at two thirty. Yeah, yeah. You know, what am I what doing I, for that? You know. And I wish we I wish there was something, some sort of program or something that could happen. Cause it's again, a lot of these kids, you know, even from football practice, we have like mandatory study hall. But I mean, like, let's be honest, how many kids are going in there and doing homework? Not right. many. But like right. for a basketball game, it is a seven o'clock tip. You what do you do for four and a half exactly. hours? Exactly. So no, that's awesome that they kind of were able to help you in that right. fashion. You mentioned basketball. I want to talk about that for a sec. Uh oh. Aside from the seventh grade thing, we're gonna skip that. We're gonna skip that. <laughs> Let's skip it. But Let's did you? Was basketball your first love in terms of sports? Um, I don't know. I was just, I don't know. I was just super athletic as a kid. Yeah. Like I just liked 
being active. So whether yep. it was like basketball or riding a bike or running or I would just do a bunch of different yeah. activities. And then once I got to middle school, some of my friends were playing uh-huh. and I was like, oh, like I want to try. Like, let's, cool. you know, yeah. let's do it. And I think that's when I because um, even basketball is not even my favorite sport to watch. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of weird yep. that, you know, like I played it. Um, but I don't know. You were a beast. I, I was not. A, no. I, I was. I wasn't. I was OK. Like, I don't I know was, about that. I remember I it was it sucked because like for the girls and the boys basketball programs at Granby. And I think it's not just a Granby thing. I think it's a high school thing. If the girls are playing, let's say, Suffield on the road, the boys are playing Suffield at home. It was so dumb. So it's hard. Like, you can't go watch each other's <laughs> yeah, games because yeah. you're playing at the same time. But they were – I got – I was hurt all of freshman year. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, I was hurt all of freshman year, but I meant I could come and watch the girls' games. I know. And I was like a Chanel stan. Like, I was like <laughs> – You were. I was in the stands going like crazy. So I was yeah. Like, no, you were good. And I feel like – I mean, I love basketball so much as far as – my experience at Granby because I met so many great people because of basketball. Yeah. Like including if I didn't play basketball, I probably wouldn't know you. We wouldn't know each you other. You know, like we um, really met the day I broke my nose. We that, that is was, a great like that was it's perfect. It's it just so makes perfect. Sense. I was just like, oh my God. They were just like, oh that's Kurt. Like he's such a great guy. And his like nose just broke. We, I was just like Yeah, so it was just dumb. We were like the boys had practice after school and it's at the very end of practice and we were doing some stupid drill and I remember like, you know, like ripping through, like you rip your elbows through with the ball and I was like guarding up on this kid and his elbow to the nose and like it was broke, broke. Mm. And our trainer, God bless her. God bless her. Was it her. Becky? It was Becky. She's great. She looks at me and she goes, I don't know if it's broken, like trying to calm me down because <laughs> like everyone else was like making a huge yeah. deal of it. Like, oh my, like, everyone was like, that's, that's, that shit's broke. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Becky's like, no, like we'll check it out. Like you're okay. I'm like, yeah, the pool of blood says otherwise. I, and I don't know how we, I don't, were, was practice like overlapping? How did that happen? It was like, I'm, when I tell you it was the last two minutes of practice, like you guys were coming, coming in to in. stretch. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. And the entire girls team looks at me and I'm like, people are like taking like, the side eye looking at my nose because it was bent like it was it was, it was, was so crooked like, it was like oh my gosh that's kurt like oh he's such a nice guy like i can't believe his nose just broken i'm like who is this kid i don't know <laughs> i don't know this kid you came right over though you I were like, like i'm chanel i'm really sorry that your nose <laughs> broke um but yeah that, was, that injury sucked too oh, like so bad needed uh, reconstruction surgery uh, it's gross um but okay, so your senior year, did you have did you ever give any consideration to potentially playing in college, or were you like, nope, this was great, I made so many great friends, but this is it? Yes, that was exactly those words. Like it was like, <laughs> this was great, you know. I liked it. I was like, it was cool, you know. Yeah, it's time for college. We like, had a good time because I knew that I wasn't. I didn't love basketball because of, like, I didn't love playing. Yeah, you know, I loved the people I was playing with. I loved golden that's i fair. loved yeah like you know i loved what basketball came with yes but as far as playing it i was just like no because once i get to college it's going to be yeah. i knew that it was like if i'm a college athlete yeah it's just basketball basketball and i don't love it that much like right. i barely can run the suicides like <laughs> yeah the running ain't it <laughs> yeah that i was like it. i can barely work out so yeah. no i, I was hear just you. like yeah let's just it's the end of the road and it was you were happy that it happened uh, then, yeah it was like this is great you're like oh okay i'm good i'm moving on <laughs> yeah i was like so it's fine so that brings you to morgan state yes morgan state and 
you were a journalism major, correct? Did you yes. start a journalism major or did you um, st- go in like, what is it, without having a major and then you choose? Like, I don't know how, well, I forget what that's called. So funny story, funny how I, not how I got into Morgan, but I was freaking out because Morgan was my top choice. My sister graduated from there. Um, so Morgan was my top choice and I was I went to Miss Nisbet's uh, office who the, for those who don't know Miss Nisbet is the best guidance counselor in the world. I was going to say the state of Connecticut but it's the world. She was she's all awesome. like 4 foot 10 of her. All of her. <laughs> all of her. Um so I go to her office and I am freaking out cuz I'm like I haven't heard. I was like Nisbet what's going on i haven't heard am i going to college like meanwhile i got accepted other places right. i'm just the dramatic person well you wanted to go to morgan state yeah so i was just like this but like i can't do this i think she might have had someone in her office and i she you was just, just like she now like i'm gonna we're gonna wrap this wrap this up and i'm gonna and i'm like okay like and i'm just, just like pacing. yeah i'm just pacing and miss caruso's just like let it happen you know she's just like whatever you know like you know yeah, there fine. she is yeah. yeah it's fine so she's she finishes talking to whoever she's talking to and i'm like we got to do something. And Miss Nisbet's like, you know, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. what? What do you want me to do? I was like, I don't know. She's like, you know what? I'm going to call them. And I was just like, let's okay. call them. And I'm like. Oh. You were the hype girl. Yeah, I was just like, let's call them. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to call them. And so she like calls them and she's like, hi, I'm just checking on a student's application. And I'm just like sitting in her office, just like, oh my God. And she's like on hold. And I'm just like. Sweating. Yeah. I'm just like, this is a lot. Yeah. Because like it can go two ways yeah so i'm just like Ugh. and so she's like hi you know she's like getting through all these people and she finally gets the person and she's just like okay yeah yep i got it yep thanks and i'm just like she's like yeah you got in and i was like oh my god <laughs> so i didn't even wait for the acceptance letter i was so like that i'll always like remember that story when i think of going into morgan and like how you know Miss Nisbet was so like on my team. Yeah, um, she had your back. She did have my back. But as far as my major, I went in print journalism. Okay. I went in as a print journalism major. And then, you know, everyone has those teachers, those professors. That's like print is print's about to die. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, OK, um, <laughs> what can I do? Like, what's what are my options here? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, you can do production if you want to do that you can if you still want to stay in journalism just switch it to broadcast you can still get the writing yeah um experience but just you know just so that you have a safety net yeah like do broadcast because that's actually going yes. somewhere and i was just like okay great and so i kind of started my freshman year i think it was my second semester that's when yeah i like switched to broadcast but i was always journalism yeah, yeah. for the most part i got you i didn't add the journalism major until my junior year when i got back from italy so mm. i only had three semesters to do journalism but i banged it out and what were you before that i was just communications and i was like oh. this field is way too broad it's I was like, so big it's... i was like not gonna i'm not gonna lie i don't care about small group communication yeah. or my interpersonal i'm like i'm not really yeah and depending on like the school they offer different things like for yeah. com- communications they have like marketing and yep. PR like it was just right. and I was just like no I was like I need to get more specialized into something so I was right. like oh, I'll take up journalism I wish they offered I mean this could have been my fault but I wish they offered more of like the broadcast stuff I learned a lot of amazing mm-hmm. things in journalism I liked the journalism major yeah. much more than the communications major um, but like I took like an editing class I took two sports writing classes I did find 
like I had to take an investigative class. That was actually kind of cool. I enjoyed that. Like, and I asked this question last time I had a guest on with Sean McFarland. Like he has, was a journalism major at Springfield college. And I asked him if he would have considered doing journalism if it wasn't sports, if he had done the police mm. beat or investigative stuff. And he said that Springfield college had a specific sports journalism major. So that's, that's awesome. what he took. But for you, would you have ever considered it if it was regular broadcasting or regular something else? Or were you like, no, it needs to be about sports? Um, I think, I don't think so. Um, because it really isn't, I think I'm into journalism because of the sport part. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? 100%. I think I would have, I probably would have, it's more likely that I would have taken another job in the sports industry before. Yeah taking like another job in the journalism. journalism yeah just so i can i have to be around sports that's that's it like i have to you i don't care me. what you know you get me yeah. i i have to be around i don't care what i'm doing i mean now i'm like you know we're older and we have more experience so you know i i do care what i'm doing but right. i have to be around sports in some way right and it's I've, not gonna feel right that's what so like for me like my mom always tells me like oh i wish you got into business and like yeah i feel like i could have been okay in business but right. i wouldn't have had any fun yeah. And I can't go sit at a desk for nine hours a day and do that. I'm like, I got to be around something where I'm doing something different or something with sports right. where it will keep me engaged. Seriously. Otherwise, my work quality greatly diminishes. It's, like, no, it's I like talk. I did fine in college and stuff. I'm like, but in my communications classes that I didn't care about, you could see it yeah. in my grades. I didn't care about it. But like for my master's, which I just finished, like it's all sports stuff. It's all stuff that I cared about and right. liked and i like didn't mind doing it there were mm -hmm. times where it got like annoying but i that's school so right. but I, it, I feel the same way yeah and even if it's like a job that even if it's a sports job what i don't love if i'm learning yeah like i that's yep. fine like yep. you know what i'm saying like i need to be either like enjoying it of course i'll be enjoying it because it's sports but if i can like enjoy it and be learning at the same time too yep. it's just it's perfect yep um so i want to talk about you know you where you've gotten to in your career from a professional standpoint. So like since graduation at Morgan state, like what was your first job out of Ooh. school? I don't, I don't know. Oh man, it's been so long. I'm just kidding. I'm so dramatic. What, what was your class? what did you graduate class of 2015? All right. That's pretty long. It's okay. It's not long. It is. It's not. Um, I, when I grab, cause when I was at Morgan, I was the editor-in-chief of the paper. Oh, look at um, you. You know? Big dog. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I did that. Um, and then... That looks good on a resume. I'm sure it does, right? That's why resume. I always keep it. I'm yep. like, I don't care if it was... Yeah, who cares? Nine years ago? No, whatever. Um, so, I did that at Morgan. Um, I was a... I started off as a sports writer, and then I did the whole, like... I, like, made my way up. You moved the way sports your way writer, up Sports writer, managing editor, and then, oh, like, yeah. editor-in-chief. Which was cool. I love that because I got to do more writing. I got to do more managing. Yeah. Um, figuring out like what content is on. I think that's where I realized like I like the content aspect of things yep. too. So then after I graduated, I actually, what did I do? I came back home, was working at an insurance company, you know, this just the job. Yeah. Like you, you know. wanted a job out of school. For those who don't know, Morgan State is in Maryland. It is in Maryland. Gotcha. Yes. So um, she came back to Connecticut. Yes. I came back to Connecticut and Morgan is an HBCU. So 
came back from, you know, being at HBCU so much. Because when I was at Granby, football, we didn't have football. No, like, I know, I know. Because I think like, by the time I left, I think that's when they started. You, no, uh, my freshman my, year was our first ever first year. So your senior, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. we went 0-10, we sucked. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. but I mean. Yeah. We basically didn't have a football team. Right, <laughs> yeah. and it was, just, it was just starting. So it was everyone was just trying to figure out what things were. Right. So right, I didn't have that homecoming, that real homecoming experience yeah. and that school spirit. I mean, let me tell you, Granby does have school spirit. Yeah. If they don't, and I'm not just saying that because I graduated from Granby, that school, like, I don't want to play in that gym. Hell no. We Ever. talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. Like Hanson and Coach Nebrowski and I, that gym is a hard place to play. That is, that is hard. You come into that place and people are going to be saying stuff to you is, and it's a dark gym yeah, with, and you walk in there are banners there yes. granby has won so many state championships and there. it's just we it's just it's it's like arrowhead yeah they don't have anything on yep. here. i'm telling you like <laughs> i was just like i am so glad these are like my fans because if it I wasn't know. ruthless i'm like in, someone's got to step in <laughs> in 2013 the year we won a state championship we were like rivals with Avon while they were still in the NCCC before they bailed to go to the CCC. Aww. And they, we beat them to win the regular season state championship. We beat them by like two points at a game at home. And there, our fans were like just going insane the oh, entire game. You and love to see it. There was Avon. a, oh, me too. They suck. There was a quote by one of the players and he like made a comment where he was like, this is the toughest gym I'll ever play in. He's like, they get oh. inside of our heads. And I'm like, damn right. No, seriously. Those are our fans. Like, And I will say, what what was able to be said 10 years ago is right. very different than what yeah. it, they kind of patrol it now. They're, yeah. I feel I feel bad the kids can't go like wild. I know. I'm it's like, just let them like go. For, and you were, we were talking about it earlier that when I played, like, because I played basketball, I didn't get to go to a lot of games. Yes. So when I did. Yep. It was just like, let's go. This is go because I know, like, the fans love like Granby. They love the sports. It doesn't yeah. matter what sport it is. They'll come out. But it's something about that boys basketball yeah. crowd yeah. that is just a little. Because even our crowd, it was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a little bit more classier because you know yep. it just. But yep. that boys crowd, I remember there was one kid playing in East Granby, <laughs> and every every time he and his sister was like well known. Yeah. In you know more ways than others, but um, <laughs> oh, and no, this is why they did it. And every he was a star player, yep. and every time he got the ball, they like chanted his sister's name. Yep, I tell every you that time w- that wasn't flying out, but that's what Granby used. To, like, I they, was just like, you guys are evil, but I, I was sharing it with them. Yep. You know, oh, you I was just got, like, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do it. No, but though, I remember when I well I was in middle school and elementary school and I had come to the Granby boys games and I see Hanson out there stomping like a maniac and you'd look over and the fans are just going like ape shit and I'm like this is crazy I was like that sucks this is crazy yeah it sucked for other teams but yeah. it, it, home court advantage like the basketball, that's what they mean yeah like it, we didn't lose a game at, like when I, like when I was coaching at Granby for basketball like there was a period of time where we won like 24 straight Jeez. home games it's a ridiculous home court advantage no yeah. seriously so I think that. I did get that from Granby as far as, you know, the whole basketball aspect. But, you know, going to Morgan, it was just a different feel for me, especially because I was going to Granby where, like, everyone, like, it's, like, predominantly white. So I was going to, you know what I'm saying? So when I went to Morgan, it was just, like, so different. It was another culture shock. Because it's, like, I'm coming from Granby now, like, and I'm in this atmosphere, and I absolutely loved it. So when I came 
back. I like got a job at an insurance company and then I was like, I don't want to be in Connecticut. Yep. And so I moved back and like got a job at like like a trucking company, but I was still doing my own stuff. Yes. You know, waiting for that opportunity. Well, that's that is exactly it. God, good said good segue. I tried it. Segue. Let's go. That was awesome because <laughs> I was going to say like, you know, outside of working as professional it's been so amazing to watch you and like what you've been able to do using social media and like your platform to produce all these different projects. Um, I mean, I have like a, my little, my little bullet points, but it says, like, I mean, you were a part of a, a group of young women who did a podcast called the offline podcast. Yes. You and your friend Courtney took to YouTube in 2018 with a show called down to the wire, which I was obsessed with. I love that. I was obsessed with you've been, you've been featured on what is it? WBGR, the radio thing. And then you have your own podcast called from the sidelines. Yeah. You don't listen. Go listen. Please go go listen. And it's just, you've, and then on top of that, what amazes me so much is your Instagram lives. Like you did a you did a recap from like the um, Michael Jordan yeah, series. Yeah, last dance. You're so good at oh, being like God. up with the times, and it's just yeah. like it's it's inspiring. So let's go through some of those things that you okay. that you you know did. So was the offline podcast sports or was that more like a culture really like thing? It was like, more like um like pop culture. Pop culture because I did it with my line sisters yep. like in my sorority yep. and we were just like oh let's like we have these conversations all the time like let's let's put it them. out there yeah let's yeah. just record them so it was i think we had a few episodes or whatever and it kind of like died down because everyone had their own right it's hard to get a, a group of and it was that like many. six of us yeah that's hard yeah but did that kind of introduce you to the whole podcasting scene like did that get you on or had you kind of figured it out already i think that i'm not sure i think that because that was definitely my first podcast that I was actually on as far as uh, like creating and being like, like hosting it. Yeah. So that was like my first podcast that I was on. And once I did, I was like, I love this. Yeah. Like I was like, I love that, you know, I can create content. content. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is great. And I was like, I listen to podcasts like yeah. when I'm driving. So I was yeah. like, Oh, this is great. Yep. Like I want to get more into it. I, yeah. I got into podcasts about two years ago. Two, maybe three years ago, um, I was like, "This is cool," and I like, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love music, but I'm like at the same time, like, I just like hearing other people's experiences, and I like hearing funny shit, and yeah. I like, I like podcasts, right. and it was, it was cool. So you did that, mm-hmm. and then was down to the wire the next thing? Because let me see, down to the wire. I don't even know if I don't know how it. I think no, down to the wire and like offline, they kind of came at the same time. Okay, down to the wire was first, but it was like when I say first, I mean like. I think like a month or two because it was like separate. So explain to our listeners what down to the wire was. Oh. Otherwise, I'm going to and I'm going to gas you up like ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. OK, so down to the wire. It was a YouTube show um, catered to it was know, a, regular. It was a fantastic YouTube you. show. It, I, I really love down to the wire. I did it with my she's my coworker now. We both actually work at ESPN. No way. Um, Didn't know that. I, you know, surprise. Um, <laughs> so we met. We didn't know each other. We had a mutual friend who was like, Chanel, you like sports and you're good. I know my girl, Courtney, she loves sports. She's good. You guys need to meet. And I was just like, oh, let's do it. Like, I'm all for connecting. Of course. I love it. So I was just like, yeah, let's do it. So we like exchanged numbers through like our friend. And then we like met up at Chipotle. 
and we were just it's like, a great hey, spot to meet, you know, yeah. good food, yeah, good food. ideas. <laughs> and we like met up and we were like, let's, let's do it. And then from there on, that's where down to the wire came. We had segments and it was oh. amazing. Down to the wire was great. It was, you covered so many different like aspects of sports and you had like recurring segments that like yeah. came up. Like I forget, I forget the name of some of them, but uh, like yeah. you used like, uh, you had like buzzers and timers. And, and no, was, it was like, so animated. It was awesome. It was really good. It was an awesome way to like take in sports. Like uh, this is no disrespect to sports center or any of those kind of shows, but like <laughs> they get old, they get a little boring. Right. And I'm like, this is, this is fresh. Like this yeah. is another, it's a nice way to take in other people's opinions of sports right and, and i wh- wanted it to be fun yeah like at the time i didn't want to watch skip bayless so I, right i was like i don't want to i mean he, he went to fox but i was like yeah, yeah it's, this right. was, it was fresh it right. was awesome um and then let's talk about oh the radio station you hop on the radio sometimes yes yeah, so my i have a, a group of um friends they have their own show and they it's on the radio but it's on it's like an online radio yep so they like you know sometimes it's like, good hey, quality you know? yeah it's great um because they like pay for studio time it's like that type yep. of deal and you know sometimes they'll be like hey chanel like do you want to like come on i'm like yeah like why wouldn't i yep. want to like you're never going to get a no for me yep like especially if it has to do with like sports sports yep. in a show and we're just like talking trash and stuff you're never going to get a no for was me. it like primarily one specific sport or did you guys again cover like this why for their show because mm-hmm. I, I think i only went on there like like three times. Yeah, I um, saw a couple. I heard of yeah, a couple. Yeah, I went on there like three times. They talked about all sports. Like, okay. you know, just a, yeah, your regular. Yep. Let's talk about sports. Let's get the opinions yep. of people. Let's talk some smack. Yes. Yep. I love that. Um, and then it brings us to from the sidelines. Your, oh, pod, is, your baby. That is my baby. So oh tell me God. tell me about what inspired you to do that. Like what was that just like the next step for you, you thought? or Yeah. So doing all the... You know, things that we mentioned, I kind of learned so much from every experience. And I was just like, I kind of want to do my own thing. Like, I want to do my own thing. And I want to, like, storytelling is super important to me. Like, I want to tell a story. And I also want to inspire people. And I want it to relate to sports. So I just sat down. I was like, how can I do that? You check all those boxes for the podcast. So I was just like, how can I do that? And I like, I'm a planner as far as like my ideas. I'm yep. like, what, like, what's the purpose? Like, what is my intention on doing this? Yep. And it's like, I want to inspire people. Like, that's number one. I want to inspire people and I want to do it using the, like my platform for sports. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, let's do it. And it took me forever to get a name. Like, yep. that's what, like, literally I was just sitting on these ideas and I was like, I don't have a name. And I was like getting so discouraged because yep. I was just like, I don't want to do it because I don't. I don't know a name. I can't. No one's going to listen to it because the name's not good. So I finally came up with a name and I kind of got the name from one of my friends was talking to me and he was just like, J. Cole, like you love J. Cole. He's from the, like from, from the sideline. And I was just like, no sideline story. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, and I was like, that works because I do like the purpose of it. I, I named it from the sidelines because yeah, the whole sports yeah. Yeah. From the sidelines, but I want people to be able to tell their story of how they've gotten from the sideline off the sideline. Yes. So it kind of is in one, like we're going to talk sports from the sidelines because we're not actually players. Right. So we are from on the sideline and I want people to actually tell their stories 
through, you know, yep. their sports experience, whether it's a coach or a player or, you know, whoever it is. So that's where the like purpose and the name came from. And then, yeah, you know, I just got people that I was like, okay, I want to tell this story. I think this person, you know, people don't know about this person's story. I want, it's inspiring. Like I need to make them tell it. Your first episode was with your dad, right? Yes. Yeah. So good. Chanel yeah. was so good. Yeah. It I think so we're going to do it. I'm, I'm probably gonna, going to have another one within the next week. So nice. Ch- yeah. tune in. Yeah. Seriously. Everyone, everyone listen to this podcast. You got a homework assignment. You got to go <laughs> check out from, from the sidelines. You got to do it. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Jeez. Uh, which one I I'm going to take out from, from the sidelines side I'm going to say that is my that's, own, that's my child that's, I, yeah I'm taking it I'm okay. removing that okay. from a scenario which one of the other three did you enjoy the most Um, I would have to say and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put the W in, I, I wouldn't put that in there because it wasn't my yeah you just were featured on it yeah I was just on there but I would have to say down to the wire because like I did I'm so, glad you said that. yeah, it was just so much that I in in the stuff I do on Instagram Live now is kind of yeah. getting to me too. Like I really like doing. You that. do it so well. Oh, oh my gosh, you're too kind. No, the oh. quality. Yeah. Like for me, I was always like Instagram Live. How did how do you yeah. make that work? You make it work. Like it, like it's awesome. It is awesome quality. Oh, thank you. Like I was excited. I was always like, you know, the Last Dance stuff came out on Sunday yeah. nights. And then, well, you did it on Mondays, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's Monday night. Yeah. I can watch Chanel on IG Live. Yeah. I was like, all right. This, no, but like that stuff is so cool. But I feel like that is a way to reach the modern era of people who are trying to take in this content. Like, Especially now. Yeah. We like, don't have a choice. Like I have a Facebook page for this and I like didn't even, like, I didn't even really need it because like right. that's not really the target audience right. of people that mm-hmm. like I'm looking to interact right, with. Right, right, right. Yeah. But like Instagram is a perfect place it's huge like instagram because for me it's like i look at this whole you know covid and pandemic things are yeah we're a lot of people are doing things from their house whether it's espn fox people are doing things from home home and for me it's like it's a it's fair game yeah like you know what i mean hell yeah i'm not on tv but you're really not like you know what i'm saying like people are on instagram right now so i feel (laughs) like you know, like game on, like well, I have, I'm going to take advantage of it, you know? So that's where, you know, the COVID and it sucks, but I feel like that's what I've tried to do. Like is take advantage of like what is going on. Well, that's exactly why I started this podcast. Let's I was like, go. I was like, I have so much time to right. like do something. Right. And I mean, like the, the way you kind of explained how you started your podcast is you wanted to tell stories and you want to inspire people. For me, it was similar in the sense, but I was like, I have so, I have like, I'm 24 years old and I already have so many experiences within the like sports industry. I was like, I want to bring people on who I've encountered and interacted with. And like, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about the sports industry. Let's talk about jobs. Let's talk about, let's debate sports. And it's been so fun. Like, I'm not doing this for any other reason aside from it's fun. And right. I want to get, st- I want people, I want similar to you. Right. People to like, when I did the one with my friend, Jake, I was like, I want people to hear Jake's story. The right. Small, and that was a great, that sm- was great. Thank you. This small town kid. No one, no, no one, one from Granby, Connecticut or, or really around this area gets a tryout in mm-hmm. the NFL. It doesn't right. happen. Right. Like that is, this is not a thing. And I was like, I don't know if enough people like understand how much time and energy and effort I can put in. But, I digress. It was. It's been fun to take advantage of 
the time we've had. Again, definitely not, not great circumstances with COVID, but like right. it's given people an opportunity to kind of do some stuff they might not have done exactly. if they weren't afforded this time. Yeah, so, like you have to take, you just got to take, I, like everything, I look at everything like as like as an opportunity. Yep. You know, like, just roll it, with it's, it. like it sucks, but life has to keep going. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I have to keep putting keep, out content. I keep grinding. Putting, yeah, I got to keep working. So, so um, you mentioned you are at ESPN. What yes. is your official role right now at ESPN? I am a content associate. Content associate. Yes. What Take us through what a shift looks Ooh. like. I know. Again, <clears throat> okay. putting you on the spot. A shift. It depends on the day. It depends on the sport. Do you have a certain hour, like hours you work, or is it like kind of depends? It kind of depends on what what the games are. Yep. My schedule is kind of set. It's not all yep. over the place, but depending on the season. If it's football season, you might you're you know Saturdays for me. Not I, I am there from yeah. ten o'clock to twelve. Oh yeah. You know, like it's you you're know there. it's yeah. That's just what I'm doing. Um, but usually, so on like a fun day with like a busy, which is busy, like on a college football Saturday, yeah, it is crazy yep. because where I'm in the media room and I am depending on what my job is that day because different days we have different um, responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I have to cut the video um, for a halftime show. Sometimes I am cutting the video for like during the game, yep. like, Oh, this is what's happening. Take a look. This is what's happening. in, you know, yep. a different game, Justin yep. field, just like through a touchdown pass. Like, you know, yeah. depending on what my role is, they might say, Hey, Chanel, you know, today you're going to be the person that, you know, um, cuts the video during the game, gotcha. during another game. That, is that hard? It is very hard. It's very intense. It you, is very, very time specific. Yes. You got to be on your, on I your leave, BS. I leave sore. I'm sitting down the entire time, but I leave sore. So it's a hectic, fast-paced so environment. It is so intense because I have all these people in my ear. Like I have my producer, I have my coordinating producer. We have talent. Like it's a bunch of stuff that we're doing, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, where is this? Like we need this. We're rolling in like 30 seconds. And I'm like, he just asked for it. Yeah. Like, I can't say that. Right. I'm just like, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's okay, it's coming up. So it's very fast-paced. But I think what I'm doing, it's putting me in like a great position for whatever I'm going to do next. Because I'm literally like, if you can make it in, we call our group raps. If you can make it in raps, you literally can make it anywhere because yeah. it's so fast paced. It's not like a show staff right. where you're, right. you know, it's like, no, we need this like in 30 seconds. That's tough. It is. It's, it's fun though. Like we leave like, whew, okay, we didn't get yelled at. We didn't, you know, you know, they did yell at us, but like they told us like, good job. Good job. Yeah. Like, no, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I know for a while, you went like through discussions we've had that like getting to ESPN was something that you know was in your in your path towards wherever yeah. you want to go. And so I'm glad for you that you were afforded that opportunity. Thank you. I'm I you're gonna keep going. I know you are. I'm excited to see where it takes you. Yeah, thanks. Of course. So I'm, we're gonna transition a little bit. Okay. We're gonna transition uh, to talk about some sports related topics. Uh -oh. Um, and we're going to start with WNBA because Great. the WNBA, I feel like is something that a is not covered enough on sports shows. And B, I know you have a, uh, a new connection I do. to the WNBA. If you want to, you want to plug your cousin for a second. Yes. Um, so my cousin Kaya Gillespie, she went to Capitol prep here, went to Maryland and transferred from Maryland to Florida state, had a 
monster monster like ridiculous ridiculous for the you know three years she was there um uh yeah so she just got drafted by the chicago sky yes she did yes she did we were all on zoom it was super exciting um and yeah so now it's kind of a weird spot right now because of covid and rosters and all that stuff but i'm super excited for her Cause she's so good, and you know she's she is she's so been good. through she's been through so much as far as like basketball. Yeah, like she's had so much stuff against her, and she always comes up. On well, time. I remember at Capital Prep, they were playing in the state championship, like where they Monster. were immediately after us when we played in 2013. Yes, yeah, because Chanel uh, was there. 2013 was, was there. Year. She was there. I need to watch that video. <laughs> I got just it. so I can see me. Oh, I, I have it. We'll watch it's, after. It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm so embarrassing. No, you're not. You were just hype. I was so embarrassed. I was that was the most stressful day of my life. How that game is wild. I it was br- very stressful. I feel like I bring it up almost every every episode. I don't care. Like, it you, was they like, are just gonna hear it. It's you should have been there. Down nineteen. And if you were there, then you don't care that we're yeah. bringing it up every episode. Yeah, it was so good. It was great. It was so good. It was. I so was cool. so stressed. I literally thought I was. I was like. I am going to, I'm going to have a heart attack. I am going to go crazy. Chanel was like seven or eight rows up from right behind the bench. And I remember we were walking in at halftime down by 19 and we made eye contact and she just looked at me like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, I, I was just like, I can't, I can't because he doesn't need this right now, but I need him to see the sadness. Yeah. It was like, she eyes. looked upset. I was like, damn, that's a homie right there. That was, was a gr- that was, that's the greatest game I've ever seen. We, I, we've hugged. Not even close. I ran up to the stands after we won. We, like, yeah. we, we took a picture. Um, but it was, it was, it was great. That was something else. But then, that was amazing. Kaya was right after. Yeah. She's and they a monster. Whooped. They put a whooping on someone. Didn't she's they? a monster. Yeah. Yeah. She's a beast. Why do you think that it didn't work out at Maryland? Um, I think, cause we've talked about this and I think that some things just don't, it just doesn't. It just doesn't fit. Yep. You know, if you don't fit the system, you just don't fit the system. And right. If you try to fit it, you're not really being you. Who's it's, the coach there? Brenda? Freeze? I don't know her. Yeah, the blonde? She's blonde. Yeah, she's blonde. Yeah. Yep, she's blonde. She's intense. I don't think Gina loved her. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. you know, I don't know her personally, but... um. Did Kaya ever consider, I mean, if you're getting drafted, I mean, not drafted. I mean, if you're going to Maryland mm-hmm. for women's basketball, you're a damn good basketball player. So I'm sure she had plenty of yeah. people you know seeking her out and right. you know offering stuff did she ever have any interest in yukon did they ever offer any interest in her i think that i can't speak for her correct but you know i think that she was open to anything yep. it just depends on what the situation yeah. was who was coming in just it makes you a huge you, difference yeah if you thought you were gonna fit in right. what was going on because yukon is you they have all america you know Oof, yeah those are your girls yeah all americans sit on the bench on the, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he'll he sit has, Brianna Stewart. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. has girls that are yeah, serious. Like you know they win Gatorade High School Player of the Year, and, and they come and they sit. Yeah, and they they don't start until yeah. like junior year, maybe. Yeah. Like you know, so it's it's, it's tough. Weird. Yeah, it's tough. So it you have to know yourself. Yeah, you know. But she goes to Florida State, and she she tore it up. She's crazy. She tore She's it crazy. up. Did you ever cut highlights of her? I did. That must have been that cool. was my favorite. That must have been cool. I think that was my favorite. ESPN memory to this day. I believe it. Cause I was just like, I gotta cut it. Cause there, to. it was someone else's on, like name was on it, and I was like, no, 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 sweetie. Um, I was like, <laughs> that's me. It's like I got it. Don't, yeah. don't worry about you it. You okay? take a seat. I, got I was it. like, I got it. It's yeah. okay. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I cut that, and then I had to cut 
something for the ACC tournament. Yep. And it was the game they lost. Uh, and I was like, I don't, she had 30. Like, I'm, I think she had like 25. I was like, we, we putting her in here somewhere. Yeah, I'm going like, to find a spot yeah, I'm for gonna her. Find, cause, and I asked my producer, I was like, you know, as long as like we have a reason for doing things, they'll be like, sure, do it. Like, yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. So that has been super exciting that I can, you know, cut highlights at ESPN of my little cousin. It's weird. Like, that's cool. Who would have thought? Like, that is you know, cool. It's really like. I feel no. That's awesome. Is is she stoked to be in the WNBA? Is she's she excited? super excited. So something I want to talk about for the WNBA is from a salary standpoint. But it like it Disgusting. drives me crazy, and it's something that I have actually had a huge focus in in like my master's program. Like it's something that I've kind of taken on a like. We can choose a lot of our own projects, and okay. I've talked a lot about the WNBA. Let's go. And, and someone, someone needs to be a voice for those, yeah. for those women because Seriously. not enough people are. Yeah. So we talk about like in 2019, the highest paid WNBA player was uh, Dewana Bonner, and $127,000 was her salary. Meanwhile, in the NBA, you have Disgusting. Steph Curry Disgusting. making 40.2 million 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 a hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars what he makes he can pay them in a game (laughs) in a game he can pay their full salary it's sick it's dumb it's how okay obviously we we're not going to sit here in this room and just poof come up with all the questions all all the answers to the questions but how how bad of a look is that for the WNBA? i think it's super it's upsetting, especially like being a woman. Yeah. Like it's upsetting to see that they, when we found out like they were taking the bus to different games yeah. and they were sharing hotel rooms. And I was like, that's, that's unacceptable. I know it's, they may not bring in a lot of fans and a yeah. lot of revenue, revenue, but I think that the solution to the problem is just investing, investing in them. I think that's a problem too. And I feel like if you, not enough people go to games to check them out. If you go to a game, it's, it's high quality basketball. It's, you're not watching bad basketball. Right. And for those like trolls on Twitter and Instagram who like get back in the kitchen, it's like, you guys can go F yourselves because they're just just ignorant. Because any one of those women would, destroy the people on twitter and Um, i think that and it's so funny because when i was talking to kaya about it she made a perfect comparison she said a lot of people talk about the WNBA and how oh we want to see excitement we want to see dunks we want to see and she's like steph curry is one of the most exciting players and he doesn't dunk no he doesn't dunk he shoots yeah he makes layups yeah he passes the ball he plays fundamental basketball people love watching san antonio spurs yep they're fundamentally sound WNBA is a fundamental they are fundamentally good at what they do they have to be because they can't dunk exactly it's not because they're just big like greek freak and i can just you know be a monster like no they have to actually have skill to do. They, have to you craft, love they have to hone and craft their skills exactly and if you are a love like if you love the game of basketball there is no reason why you wouldn't love the WNBA. it's just because no, you, i know you have this this like thought preconceived or this notion yeah, yeah you have this perception of it being boring and, yeah okay i challenge you to go to a game 
go to a Seriously. game and watch. I used to love going to Connecticut Sun games. Like that They're was great. fun. And then because of my relationship with Brianna Stewart, where we got to work on a project together in college and we we're not friends, but like, you know, we're <laughs> acquaintances. Like she would not consider Kurt Field a friend. Um, but she might. I don't think so. If she was smart. I mean, <laughs> maybe, but like we've, we've actually kept in, in contact and we've, you know, had discussions about it, but she, uh, got me tickets to a game when they were playing oh, that's the awesome. Liberty. That's a friend. That's, I mean, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> she hooked it up. But like I went to the game in Madison square garden and Obviously, Stewie balled out because that's just what she does. But, like, it was a dope game. Right. Like, it was a great basketball game. And I was like, I mean, people, a lot of people were there, but I was like, I I want more. I want more people to be here. And I feel like if you go to a game, you're going to respect it and you're going to be like, I could do that again. Definitely. Because I, when I was living in Maryland, I would go to Mystic Games. Yes. Deladon, are you serious? She was legit. It's, I went to the Mystics and, Sparks game yep. like that playoff game yep. last not two years ago two years ago it was amazing I was like this I will pay a lot of money to see this again but I feel like you're right I feel like it's people investing just into, invest give like, it a chance uh, it's it's still a relatively new ish yeah. league yeah ish um I, I just want to see I want to see the game grow because like <laughs> I don't know maybe if I'm biased because I've been around the women's basketball team maybe. at UConn for so long and I've seen just such high quality basketball, but in the same breath, like these women deserve so much more than what they're getting when they take that next step. Even like from a draft perspective, yes. like the WNBA draft. Oh my God. We, I was okay with the one. Well, I was okay with the virtual thing. They, they did a good job virtually, but like in the real ones, like where right. you're there, like, can we spruce this up? Can we make this a bigger yeah. deal? Like, I, yeah. And I think that it like, I don't, I think in the sad part about it is that, Kobe Bryant was such an advocate. Yes. And he, I, I really feel like he was going to, you I, know, because we need those players. We yep. need, it's great to see LeBron James at a yeah. game because people love, oh my God, LeBron James. Okay, it's cool. All right, he, LeBron he'll, says he'll go cool. to a game. Exactly. Yep. I'm, I'm going to, and that's just human nature. That's yes. just how we are as people. And that's something for me, I wrote, I wrote this in my bullet points. The first thing I thought of was Kobe Bryant. Obviously, tragic. Yeah. Tragic. Everything about that. I like, I baby cried. I like from like, it wailed. It was bad. But like that man gave such a voice to the women's game from a college perspective and from a WNBA perspective. And it bothers me that there aren't more people like Kobe Bryant who have a platform like that Mm -hmm. and don't see the injustices in the salary, the right. amount of teams, the um, just a whole bunch of different things right. that are wrong with the WNBA. And I mean, sure, you have people like LeBron or someone or right. who might throw a tweet in every once in a while. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm gonna need more. Yeah, I need a little Can more. We... Can we do a little something, yeah. something? Like I, I don't know if it's um, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I like to see. I don't know if it's like a crossover event with the NBA and WNBA, but something that will get them more exposure, more TV time, more being on in front of you, like force it in front of people. Yeah. And I think that it kind of sucks because March Madness, I feel like March Madness plays a huge role in the NBA, the WNBA because in the draft, because you want these stars immerse from March Madness. And I feel like, the women's March Madness this year was going to be 
absolutely crazy. Because there was not one, there was not a team where it's just like, oh, that's that's them. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was going to be South so South Carolina great. thinks it was them. I'm like, Don, yeah, no. Don, Because, Don. hello, uh, Sabrina Inescu enters she, chat. Yeah, you know? she's coming. Yeah. She's coming. So it was going to be amazing. There's there's so many great like, players. There was a chance UConn wasn't going to make the Final Four, which is, that doesn't happen around that here. That was going to, that. Uh, I still, I'm still going to ride with my dogs. They were gonna, They were going to make the Final Four, but I, they certain they certainly were not the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, for they were who, not. Um, however. Watch out! I, I, you know, Paige is coming. I I was gonna say, Paige. you guys, is, it was it was nice to, you know, share the yeah. You had share the wealth. Everyone had four years. Yeah, y'all have a share good, the wealth. Y'all have a nice time. Yeah. It's fun because Paige is gonna win four. You think so? I said what I said. Okay. All right, Paige is gonna win four. She reminds me so much of Stewie. She reminds me so much of Stewie. Four. Okay. One, two, three. Four. We're gonna see. It's not gonna happen. We'll but see. I I get why you have to say that and i think okay four could be aggressive i'm not going to back down from it but i would i would (laughs) i would i would three if she doesn't if she doesn't get at least three i'm gonna be disappointed she's legit have you seen her ball have you seen no i i have i've seen her play i just i I don't know there are some pieces around her too like she is she's like been crazy recruiting people like she is she committed and then other people have started to commit i was gonna say and i think that this group that just left as well or this group that just um, this draft class was a very good draft class. Yes, um, it was deep. Yes, so deep. that you may be right because we'll see. you know I I try to like South Carolina, but like I can't. I I, I don't not like I I really don't have a women's team. Of course, it was UConn, right? But I'm a player person, right? You like, like players. I love players, so I try not to. I don't know. I just I. But you have to be like you went to UConn, so you have to. South Carolina's always like Morgan the, State like is the never little, gonna be in the final no, four. But like, like South Carolina's <laughs> always like the little stepsister to like right. UConn. Like it's cute. Like it's cute. Like they, they, they try. I don't know. I thought Oregon might have done something. I think Oregon I think I think it was Oregon's tournament to lose. Yeah, I think Baylor that they was were gonna... there too. Baylor was I like Baylor was yeah, good. Yeah, I like Baylor you too. You want to talk about fundamental yeah, basketball. They just didn't give me what like Oregon like it just Well, it's certainly not flashy. Baylor's like we're gonna Right. Yeah, enter the ball to the post right, right, right. 50 times like a game. We're going to like stick to what yeah. we know. We're going to stick to what. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like that's such that's a such a good tactic. It's like you it is. you you don't change what you do. We're going to do what we do well. Exactly. We'll wait for you to make a mistake. Exactly. Once we get you out of your game, we yep. won. Yep, we got it. Cuz we're not going to change what we do. So, yeah. I'm just jumping back to the WNBA. It's just I in order to grow the game, I think first and foremost they have to reach new fans, and definitely I feel like ESPN does a pretty good job. Like Rebecca Lobo, um, who else is on that team? The WMA team, uh, a bunch of Holly them. Rowe. Holly Rowe yeah. is great. It's a bunch of them. It, it, uh... I forget, but like they do a very, very yeah. good job. But I wish it was like that. I wish there was more. I kind of always relate it back to this. Like there are trades in the WNBA mm-hmm. or uh, free agent acquisitions. That you don't hear about. Like you just simply don't hear about them on any right. sports network. Mm-hmm. If somebody of substance was trading the dub in the NBA, right. they wouldn't shut up about it for right. three weeks. It would you be just like keep seeing the same over and yeah. over. And I'm like, well, why can't we try to incorporate a little more of the WNBA stuff? Right. It's like why that. we we like at some point we're going to have to basically for like we're forcing you We're gonna to force care. feed it. Well people are probably like, well why put that in our show when no one cares about it? Well no one cares about it because, because you don't because you don't show it. Right. Right. So, and, uh, oh. I think it's so tough because it's really just a 
if people just if they if someone that did not watch the WNBA just gave it a chance. Yep. And I I get it. Some games I watch are terrible games. Yep. I'm not telling you that you're gonna watch it. Yep. It's gonna be life changing. Warriors versus like cat. I'm not saying that. Well, not Cavs now, but you know it's yeah. gonna be like that. It's not. But if you give it a chance and if you watch these women and they're awesome people, like that's another reason why I love Absolutely. watching it. They are great people. So it's just. I don't know. People just gave it a chance, and and we if we invest in it, and I say we as like you know people who watch fans, it, sports fans, fans sports players, fans. you know people who have a platform to reach the masses. Any parents listening to this, bring your kids to a WNBA game. Yeah. Anyone who's my age, go to a WNBA game. Yeah. It's a good time. It like is it a good really time. is. Go I'm, to a good game though. Yeah. I'm not telling you to. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. No, it's you can awkward. go to the Liberty game now. See see Sabrina ball out. Yeah. Like, go to the Liberty when game. When Seattle's in town, go watch Seattle. When they're playing in Connecticut, go watch exactly. them. Like, seriously. I don't know. It's just, it's good stuff. Transitioning again into our, into our, our thing. Our safe space. Our, I feel, I've already, it's, not, feel like, it's actually not a safe space. No, it is. But I feel like a sense of like calmness just came over me. Yeah. We're going to talk about football. Ugh. And for y'all who don't know, Chanel and I, we love we love our football, but we also have this really cute rivalry. Yeah, is it cute? It's cute to me. Now I'm, it's cute. Well, no, it's been cute for me for years. It's been cute. It's cuter now. Remember how I mentioned South Carolina? I was like little stepsister. That was y'all for us. So Chanel, okay. <laughs> Chanel has uh, grown up a uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Let's if I had freaking go. If I had like a laughter thing i could play right now That's it's like okay. ha, ha, ha. yeah you uh, guys will be the ones laughing this year so i, I and you might be I've laughing heard, right with you i've so. heard that for a long time we'll be laughing as you, I, we'll see well we will see but okay how did you grow up rooting for pittsburgh my dad my dad is a huge pittsburgh fan um so of course me being me and my dad have a super close relationship so basketball games you know, when I played basketball, he was there. Like, yep. you know, we have a super close relationship. He's the reason why I do love sports so much because he kind of introduced me to it. And he's just a Steelers fan. And I was just like, oh, okay. This yeah, is, that's my this team, team too. Yep. Black and yellow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Black like, you know, yellow. as like a, as a five-year-old. Yeah, okay. Black and yellow. They got cool Steelers. uniforms. No, they do. Color Rush uniforms are crazy. We're undefeated in Color Rush. What were those ones that looked like? They looked like inmates for a while. They, they were really Those are gross. like the bumblebee yeah, things? Yeah, no, those have to like go. It. No. Um, all right. So you grew up a Pittsburgh fan because yes. your dad. Um, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. No, I'm sorry because this is a organization of class and uh, a class A organization. Well, we've had a lot of great times. Yeah, we've had some not great times, but we've had a a lot of great times. I feel like teams cannot say the same. Every you can say AFC same, championship had been like Patriots Steelers for a while. Every every time the Pats yeah. and Steelers played, there was it was a big game. Yes. Because it had playoff implications. Right. Seating was on the line. And, like, it was good quality football games. Like, I had said for a long time, and Chanel can back me up on this, I thought Big Ben was incredibly underrated. I yes. think the man's time has come and gone. You know, we'll, we'll see. We will see. But, um, like, I, when do you think he's going to hang him up? Honest to God. I thought it was happening last year. When he got hurt, I was like, it's it. Me too. Um, I don't know. I... I respect it, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I, guess. I can't sit here and say Ben is not good because he is good. He didn't play last year, but the year before that, I mean, like he yeah, he, was he led the league in passing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's, I don't think that, I think 
he has definitely fallen off, but you know, he's old. He's an old man. Yeah. He hurt, gets yeah. hurt every freaking second. Yeah. But I'm not used to Big Ben getting hurt and right. he caring that he's hurt. Yeah. So that was my number one. I was like, mm. Yeah. Eesh. The end is near. Yeah. Um, and it Do you just, have a backup yet? Do we? Does Pittsburgh have a backup? Me. You. I don't know. Me, you. I, how Connor, come they weren't after somebody. Jameis Winston? I thought that would be a perfect fit for him. <clears throat> uh, Learn under Big Ben, someone who has proven for years that he can do it in the league. I honestly think that, and this is my fake Steelers insider. Okay. I honestly think that the organization knows that Ben would not be the guy to do that. Yeah. Don't think he, he's not that guy. He's not going to do the whole Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Like he's yeah. not, it's not him. Like, I well, think that it will be toxic if yeah. they brought someone under him. Well, I remember for the not to change it back to the Patriots, but like when they brought in Garoppolo in 2014, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's the next guy." Tom was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's the next guy." And I, Tom was very open. He was like, "Yeah, like you know, he's my teammate. I respect him. I'll help him where I can, but I'm not going to give him all the answers." Right. Because <laughs> ultimately, it's it's my job. Right. I'm giving you the answers yeah. to take to, my spot. Hell no. And I think right. That. That moment when Belichick drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, I have no doubt that he liked Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. But I don't know if in his weird, twisted Bill Belichick mind where he knows everything that we don't, I wonder if he was like, well, either Garoppolo works out or it's going to light a fire under Tom's ass. And right. that sparked that like entire second half of the dynasty. Mm-hmm. That sparked the three Super Bowls. And because like, like, I still got it. Like, let's not. Like, don't yeah, bring this hold kid on. In. Hold on. Yeah. And you think about it now. It's six years later and he's, you know, he's with a new team, but he's won three more Super Bowls. Right. And so it's like, okay. But I feel the same. I feel like I see what you're saying. Big Ben, that might not have been a cute, fun relationship for them. Right. I don't think that. I think that the Steelers are so loyal to Big Ben. Yep. And I, I hate it and I love it because yeah. like I want them to be loyal to him. But I think that they're so loyal that they don't want to rub him the wrong way. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to bring in – because we could have drafted a quarterback. Like anybody. Like, Anyone. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, I'm not asking you to like bring in Cam Newton. Like right. you know what I'm saying? I'm not asking yeah. that. But we could have we could have drafted a quarterback or we could have gotten – Cam Newton is still a free agent, right? He's still a free agent. Chanel. I, w- I would be so happy. And I'm at a point where if they told me anybody was coming and being a quarterback, just to have a backup, yeah. an actual backup, because Ben gets hurt so, so much. much, and we don't. Who was it, Landry Jones? That you had the most. Ter- he was the worst quarterback of quarterback ever. I'm talking just, all high school, middle school, college. Terrible. Worse. He's, he's terrible. He was terrible. Terrible. I, I just I. I remember always being so nervous for Pittsburgh games when you had Big Ben, you had Le'Veon Bell, you had Antonio Brown, Juju was coming up. That was, was a like, dynasty that was wasted. wasted. That was a wasted. Okay, we should have gotten like you should have had a ring or two or two. Yeah, definitely I, two. I used to love him as a coach. I don't know, Mike Tomlin just been like weird for me lately. I don't know. I just when that whole Antonio Brown thing happened in the locker room, yeah. I don't blame that solely on Mike Tomlin. Right. But it's like, man, get a hold of that locker room. Like, get a hold of it. And I know Antonio Brown has proven to be uh, batshit crazy. Yeah, he's just. But I just. Let's talk about that for a sec. Let's talk about your AB. Cause I, AB, okay. You used to have an AB jersey. You always in that. I loved. I'm a team person. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I am. Those are your boys. Yeah. If you are playing for the Steelers, like, 
it's like a family. Yeah. So I loved AB. I loved Le'Veon. I loved Ben. I loved Juju. I love all of those guys because they're good. Yeah. First, they're, they're good. AB's crazy good. <laughs> Every time we played the freaking Steelers, I was like, well, AB's about to go for 130 and two touchdowns. Yeah. And Le'Veon's going to rush for 110. I'm and like, this sucks. Still gonna, still gonna lose, lose yeah. I don't know. Oh, by twenty, right. um, I'm triggered. You don't have to say by twenty. Come on. <laughs> do you think? Do you? Oh God. He, so when Antonio Antonio Brown has apparently loved Tom Brady for a long time, like they've he's had, such a cornball. He's so weird to me. But he's when he cornball. when he when the Patriots finagled him onto the roster last year, I was like, oh boy. I knew it wasn't going to be anything. Okay, well, yeah. I, I did. When it, I was when, like, in okay. week two when he was catching touchdowns, he had like nine receptions. I was like. Uh, this team could be legit, and then Josh Gordon goes, Antonio Antonio Brown goes, Philip Dorsett was irrelevant. I was like, oh, this we stink again. <laughs> I was um, like, A B, and it's not going to work. But not, like, Brady welcomed him into his house. It's like, yeah, that was great. Do you think he ever plays again, Antonio? I hope he does. Do, do I think it's gonna happen? It ain't gonna be with the Raiders, yeah, not with gonna, the Pats. I don't. I. I don't think I don't I I don't think so because of just his reputation now. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? He doesn't have a great reputation with players. Yeah. He doesn't have a great reputation with coaches. He yeah. doesn't have a great rep- oh, reputation he, with owners. He goes off and he's yeah. Oof. Who wants that? Like why would you want him he's on your team? He's personally attacked the Steelers yeah. players. He's he's came at Robert Kraft for the whole little uh Yeah. little spa scenario. <laughs> he's he it just uh, there are a lot of bridges that he has burned. It's yeah. great that you have Tom Brady. You're not coming to Tampa Bay. Like you're well, not, it's when, not going to happen. When I first saw the Tampa thing, I was like, God damn it. He's going to go to Tampa. And then shout out Bruce Arians. He was like, nope. No, it's not going like, to happen. Uh-uh. It's not worth it. Like no. you're, he's good, but how At toxic point, he is, yeah. it is not worth it. Okay, I'm gonna have him for maybe three games. Right, and then at what point do we 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 waste our energy getting him up to speed in the playbook right. just for him to go f it up in right. three weeks? Exactly, like it's just not worth it. I can find someone, I can find two people with half your talent and have it. Like I, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's not. Worth well, it. I, the whole stunts he pulled in Oakland or yeah, Oakland, Oakland, everywhere. My God, it was sick. It was scary. It was scary. It was very. I was just like, he needs help. This is giving me cry issue. for help. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to sit, like I I didn't want to sit months later. Something happening to him, and like wow, he was literally screaming, begging. like he was begging. screaming for help, and we were just breaking news yeah. and oh he's crazy, da, 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 and no one was doing anything. The I man literally froze thought he was his bad. feet off. <laughs> he's crazy. He doesn't want to wear a helmet. He's yeah. arguing with like he's arguing with his children's mom. He's yeah. he's just he's being, trying to fight. He was like you're arguing with police, the police and yeah, it's, like, just, uh, uh. it's just like. You can't really come back from things like that. Yeah. No, you think you're right. I think I personally agree. I think he's burned too many bridges. I think I... I think there's a lot of people who have... Who still don't have jobs right now. Like, even like... If you look at Cam Newton, and he hasn't even done anything. So, it will be crazy for AB, unless some crazy owner and coach wants to try it. Yeah. But if Bill Belichick couldn't handle it, no No one's going to be able to handle it. And I think I think Belichick again. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think Belichick. <laughs> wa- I think Belichick wanted to keep him around. I think it came from Robert Kraft. It was yeah. like get him out. I, I don't want him right. representing the team like this because because news be kept trickling out. Remember he like yes, uh, he the, allegedly the, raped the, somebody. Yeah, the sexual assault. I, I will say, and this yes. is not this is not me 
defending that or anything, but like, have we heard anything about that since he left the Patriots? No, that's very true, though. It's, it's like, eh. it just was when you start to do, when you start to want to be in the news and start to do bad things, thing, uh, other things come with that. Well, the news ran with it. Any, that's what I'm Antonio saying. Antonio Brown took over like newspapers. He took over. It was a story every day. Every and yet people like tuned in for it. it was so it's like, day. what's next? And he, I think he liked that. I'm and sure it's like, if did. you're gonna like that, then okay, people. Like the fact that now you're going to have like yeah. sexual assault All press is good press type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, is it? Because now you don't have Yeah, because now you, and you probably won't again. So it's yeah, just, yeah, I know. So let's talk about the outlook for the Steelers this year. What, oh, do, you, what do you, let's let's say hypothetically Ben comes back and can be a average to good quarterback for your team. I think that that's the best case scenario. Okay. Like, is Ben going to come back and be Big Ben? Nah. The competition is too... It's too tough now. Baltimore is legit. That's what I'm saying. It's too tough now. I got to be realistic. Yeah. So. What's that like? I haven't had to do that for a long time. I think I might have to this year. I yeah. don't know what that's like. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't even know if you have. I, I think they're going to be good. We'll it, see. We'll it, talk. We'll chat. Okay. So you mean Baltimore? No, I meant the Patriots. But yeah, Baltimore's legit. Oh Baltimore's legit. I've, yeah, so but, it's, it's however, tough. However, do you think the Lamar, that whole offense, it's very college It's gimmicky. It's read option. Now that it's been on tape for a year, yeah. and you've had coaches look at it, do you think it's as effective? I think John Harbaugh is a good coach. I think he'll right. get him coached up, but I don't know if they're going to be fifteen and one again. Remember? Yeah, it's tough. So because I try to take my bias out of it, yeah. because I I do think Baltimore is very good. They they drafted very well this yeah, year. Great draft. It was ridiculous. on paper. Great. Draft. They did. They they couldn't have done anything better. On yeah. paper. And you're taking that from the number one seed last year. Right. You know, like, yeah, on crap. paper, great. But who's to say all these guys are actually going to be as right. good as they were in college right. or whatever? But on paper, they did amazing. But for me, it's like, I like Baltimore. I think Lamar is great. Yep. It, it scares me how they use him. Yep. I don't think that they use him. They're. I don't think they're the smartest when it comes to, yeah. you know, play calling with him they, yeah. you know it can be like get... a like they have him running for no reason it's just you're up it's, 30 like stop yeah, running I don't, I don't like that i don't want to say he's gonna get because i don't wish yeah. you know injury on anyone but i think if they continue to yeah. use him like that he's going to get hurt um and i don't know i just what do you think about like in the rest of the afc north the Bengals, and they're gonna uh, joe burrow's great they had a good draft no. they had a good draft but like they are years away still i don't think i i think that um I think Joe Burrow is like a flop. I think that he oh comes. Oh my in, God, Chanel! I do. I think he comes in the not because of not him not being good, but I think of he. I think he will be good, but the competition in that division yeah, is tough. so he has to get through Baltimore. Yeah. Good luck. Like you know, he's gonna have to get through. The Bengals are so irrelevant if, too. If the Browns can get it together, they're so freaking talented. That roster is. You know, loaded. if they can get it together, they, he has to go through that. You know, like the Steelers, we always compete. He's got to go through that. It's a lot of things for him Six to go through. Six games out of his 16 so, are against legit. Yeah, so yeah. I don't mean to say he's going to not be good, but I think that the division he's in, it's going to be hard for him to stand out. I feel that. I respect that. So, okay, Ben comes back, average to good. What's your record? Are you in the, are you in the wild card hunt? There are seven Absol- teams now. Seven teams in there. So. Absolutely. And I think that, and I'm not just saying this as a fan, I think that, just depending, because our schedule is super easy this year, and I think that depending on what 
Baltimore, what they do, I think that there's a chance. I think that there is a chance that we can grab the division. There is a chance. There's definitely a chance. Let me tell you why. All right, give it to me. Because you have to see what we did last year with the cashier from Cumberland Farms, <laughs> the Walmart manager. You got to see, Jones. you know, you got to see what we did with like Mason. We had Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. I forgot about. They. I were, forgot about Mason Rudolph. That whole incident. Woof. They were literally like Devlin Hodges was literally like working like he i could have done that exactly i know i could have exactly i believe that you could have yeah like there's no i think i would have rathered you (laughs) than them but i i look at what we did with that yep you know what i'm saying and i think that if we you know we brought in a few great guys from the draft like i think we got another wide receiver who's definitely going to help juju out we got a great running chase claypool yes i told you i I told you when you drafted him i was like damn it chanel he's going to be good we got the running back from maryland i think he's going to be good he's going to him and connor have to going to have to go at it because connor's soft i don't like james connor yeah like it's a lot of people it's a lot of different pieces we have coming in and i think if we we went eight and eight how how the heck did we go eight and eight with mason rudolph devlin hodges and juju not playing yeah Juju's legit. Yeah, no, he's legit, but I think he's not—he's not used to being the number one guy, and yeah. he has to. It's different. Once he has someone else to yeah. share the, yeah, know, help him with, out. He's be great. Help him out. Yeah. So I think that, you know, I definitely think a wild card can go. All right. It just depends. We have to get it together. Like Tomlin I've, has to—he he has to do his—he has to do his job. Yep. Well, we'll see. It'll it's be exciting. It'll it's be going exciting. to happen. We'll have to have you on at some point in the. NFL season. We'll check in Only with you. Only if we're doing well. Well, no, I'll check I in will, with you. I will not answer my phone if we're like <laughs> 0 and 5, 0 and 7. I'll blow you up. I'll blow your spot up. All right. Last part of the uh, conversation today. We're going to chat about um, a little bit about the NBA quick. So, you know, I, I kind of documented it in my last podcast about what they were going to do, uh, their whole plan for that. Looks like July 31st, we start ramping up. They play eight regular season games. And then we go into a, a playoff, and it was like, yeah, there's some jockeying for seeding in that eighth seed, and then we're going. But what do you think about the format of the 22 teams invited? You kind of look like you're rolling your eyes over there. Yeah, because I just, I don't know. I'm not really a fan of it. I think that this is being forced. The NBA season is over. It is over. Yeah. Like, and I truly believe, and I love, I love the guy. They're doing this because of LeBron James. Yeah, he knows where his Lakers are right now. Yeah, and he knows that it's never gonna happen. It's not gonna happen next year because Katie's back next year, Kyrie's back next year, Steph is back next yeah. year. You know, Clay is back next Let's year. Let's get so, LeBron this ring. You know, that's what, and I just, it just, it annoys me because I'm like, the season's over. It's yeah. literally if, well, the, the season will be over by now, right? Yes, it'll be definitely It'll be over, and it, it's just like, why are we, why are we, why well, are we forcing it? What bothers me is that you know, it's they talk about. Well, first, I'm gonna back up. I am excited just to watch sports again. So I, if that yeah, means excited, if that yeah. means like a fake NBA, fine, right. I'll take the fake NBA. But what bothers me is you know they talk about July 31st it starts and they play all through September, October, and the finals are in November. I think the very beginning of November. Well, Adam Silver comes out and goes. Well, starting in early December, we're starting the next season up uh, for a full 82, 82 games. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're going to start the entire next season with like a month break 
Your people are going to get hurt. Yeah, that it's I, it's completely. I don't think that it doesn't make any sense to me. You're, first of all, it's first of all, it's disgusting yeah. because like people are sweating. People are okay. There's no fans, but what about the players? Yeah, people forget we are in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah, what a about global the pandemic. <laughs> well, that's what I that was my complaint with the NFL. You know, they're taking all these all these precautions. Uh, Fifteen players per meeting room, locker six feet right. apart. Blah blah. But then you go out on the field and y'all like you are all groping each other for that's, two hours. Yes, I'm like, but that's okay because it's outside on the field. But then you go back inside and it's like, oh, now we have to be cautious. Exactly, it's like, it doesn't make I'm sense. I'm like, like, fellas, we're being a little, we're being a little fake here. Yeah, it's like pick, like make a decision. And I just think that I I want sports to come back so bad. I really do. I miss it. I'm not complaining about the NBA, but it's just why, why? why? Well, it doesn't make any sense. What? There's gonna, like you said, there's gonna be no off season. I wish there wasn't eight. I I get it from the point where you're, you know, if anyone's in contention for that AC, it's like, well, to make it fair for them. But like, if you're gonna do it, can we just take sixteen? Can we take the eight and the eight. Can we yeah, go? Yeah. I mean, why are can we, we go? Why are we doing regular seat? I'm I'm just really yeah. confused at like what. Yeah. What the purpose is, and I just I don't want people to get hurt. Yeah. And I'm talking. <clears throat> I don't want people to get sick. I don't yeah. want people to actually get hurt. Because who knows what everyone's been doing? Do you think the time off? Because we've been off for. Like three, oh, three months. Yeah. Do you think that that helps a team? Does it help LeBron? Does it help the Lakers? Does I mean, it help I think, teams who are who have like dealt with injuries? Um, I think it helps. Like it depends. It helps like the Lakers because they have LeBron James, and yeah. it doesn't matter if he's not playing; he's rich. So From a Celtics do, standpoint, like Kemba was hurt, so like might have given him time to get ready. But right. I feel like, especially at the beginning. This shit's gonna be rusty. Everyone's it's gonna, gonna be, be bad. Yeah, I just don't want to. I just would rather them just like okay, the season's over. Start it next let's year. Let's just start it. Fresh. Let's just start preseason yeah. in a few months. Yeah, like it doesn't really make sense. I don't think. And you have all these people talking about a second wave. It's like what? A, what? It's just what are we? What? Well, what happens when someone tests positive? Because someone's gonna test positive. Exactly. So, so now, now like, do, we do we stop do? it again? Do we, yeah. It's just like I just would rather them. Just stop. I know we want to see LeBron win. And no, we don't. The purple and gold. No, we don't. It, ESPN but. does. No, we don't. <laughs> I get it. I don't care. I don't. Even if they come back, I don't think that they win anyway. Because I, there's thank a, you. I there's a my, killer in, in, in the other part of LA. I, not other part, but. Well, I gave my predictions last week. And I, I said that I was taking the Clippers out of the West and the Bucks out of the East. That is completely my... And I want said, to take Boston so bad. I do too. I, so bad. It's I said the exact same thing. Kemba in the podcast has to. He has I to succeed. Kemba. And you know what? I do think. I do think. I think Jalen Rose was talking about it, and he kind of convinced me the other day <laughs> that like this weird format mm-hmm. almost helps Boston. It helps Definitely. when you have like a leader yes. <clears throat> like Kemba. I love him so much. Oh, he's so You're good. So lucky. I'm so lucky. I'm. You got to UConn. You blessed. get him in Boston. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Uh. When when Kyrie left. I was uh, excited because I was sick of the antics. Yeah. Finn, amazing basketball player. So great. So great. The things Kyrie does with basketball in his hands are stupid. It's it's wild. But he just he annoys me as a like he annoys me as a player. Not yeah, a pl- not a like, player, but he annoys. Obviously, me. you have Jason Tatum on a Celtics who is like that boy. That the boy Celtics can should play. be so good. And they are going to be good. Kemba came in day one when he when Kyrie left. Kemba came in day one. And he sat down with Jason Tatum. And he goes, "I want you to flirt. I want you to be a star." He's like, I want God. you. He's like, I want you to shoot the ball at the fourth quarter. Right. If I mean, if you took a last year, if you took a shot in the fourth quarter, and you weren't named Kyrie Irving, yeah. he was pissed. He was pissed. He was gonna let people know that he was pissed. Yeah, he was like, he was like a little baby, yeah. and I don't like that shit. 
I, I uh, think that I don't know. I think Boston is on the come up. I don't really see it for the Sixers for me. I just there's just too much. There's just too many fake. questions. Yeah, too, I'm, I'm not a Sixers guy. Yeah, the Bucks are legit. The Bucks are legit. Hopefully they can keep Giannis. Who where's where's Giannis gonna go once his contract is up? Where's he from? I, who, he's I coming to he's coming to the Warriors. He's calling it. I will shit myself. He, I'm calling it. Chanel. I'm 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 being so serious. No. And everyone is gonna be in an uproar. Is he Clay from DC? Steph, is he from DC? I don't know where he's from. So he from? I don't know. I don't know. He's Maybe not, that was Durant. Maybe Durant thought people were going. To, thought he was going yes, to DC. DC yeah, yeah, DC. D, um, Durant is from DC. Um, yeah, everyone's going to be upset. Steph and Clay are working on it right now. I'm, <laughs> They're scheming. So I hope the NBA comes back so we can get LeBron his little his little fake Lakers ring, and you know, and the next year we well, gotta pick it back up. Why do we have to help that? I hope what happens is they come back. He doesn't get his fake Lakers ring. Someone I, else gets a I, fake I want, ring. I do want him to. I want. Oh, I like. God, him. I want him to flourish. Oh, God. I love LeBron. How can you hate him? How can you hate him? Like I, I respect him. He's such a great person. I respect him. Taco Tuesday. I love him. He's great. I love LeBron James. I don't want him to not succeed. Here's my thing with LeBron James. I'm sick of seeing him all over the place. Like I, he's he's the face of basketball. I I suppose so. But like, do you have to shove it down my throat? Um, it's not his fault. I, no, it's not his fault. But people don't. People are making me not like him. I don't care if LeBron's dunking in his pool on a Tuesday afternoon. It's cool. ESPN is going to run that shit for hours. I'm it's, like, and Bron- they're getting ready for yeah, Bronny too. Bron- they're grooming Bronny to be. I can't do it. I You're can't gonna, they're do gonna, it. Yeah. I can't. The James, do the it. James, James gang. They're gonna run. They're gonna run the world. Think Bronny's hairline's gonna recede as fast as LeBron? Hopefully not. Oh Hopefully God. not. Yikes. He has like, well, LeBron is like working on it. Oh yeah, he he's trying. Like, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what it is that he's doing, but. He has hair there now, but I guess like when you're rich, you can just yeah, you can do Throw whatever. Throw some you want. hair on there, yeah. <laughs> but all right, I'm putting you on the spot again. What's, oh my god! Who's, no, who's your team? Who's winning? What is it? Is it? Is it like uh, Clippers? Bucks? Is that who you have? Um, yes. You want to take Boston, but you can't. I can't. I just I uh, yeah. No, I can't take them right now. I can't take. Do them they over make the them to the conference finals and they lose the Bucks, or do like the Sixers knock them out, or is somebody random like the Raptors, right? Yeah. No, I think no. so. I think it's no. no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boston. I think Boston and Bucks. I, I yeah. will take them. I don't. I don't know. Giannis is too. He's yeah. too. He's a monster. He's a freak. Yeah. That's he is what, the Greek freak. Yeah. I, so I Bucks coming out of the East, and it's going to be Lakers and the Clippers. That's what I had too. And Give it a Kawhi. Kawhi. Give it a Kawhi. Kawhi. I, I can't. From what he has shown me, I'd be a fool. To, yeah. Why bet be against him? It's like but betting I, I against mean, Tom I'd be Brady. A fool to bet against LeBron too. Well, no, you can do that. No. So I, I will have to say Kawhi. Yes. But there, I just, I hope go. they don't even. There you play go. Him. Betting but, and against then him. The Clippers. I say the Clippers win. I say Clippers and Clippers six. Winning. Look at us on the same. Wow. We need, we need to do to NBA about. a lot. All right. We'll talk about that. NFL is not. It's not our thing. Well, no, it's my thing. It's not our thing. Wow. We argue a lot with the NFL. Because you're just, you're just. It's okay. I'm so. I just want to say I'm super excited to see you guys suffer. Just give me one year of suffering. What suffering though? Like ten wins for us? That's suffering. No, you kind of suffering. Suffering is in you guys don't win the division. You guys don't get a wild. Card. I think Buffalo wins the division this year. I said that. If you guys cannot make the playoffs, make the playoffs. I might get a shirt made. Oh no, we're making the playoffs. That do you know how excited to watch? And I'm so sorry, Kurt. To watch the timeline, watch. 
Tom Brady leave was top five best days of my life. Top five. Not because you, you're not a, you're not a, you're not an annoying fan. You're not obnoxious. So not you. No, there are a but lot of obnoxious fans. There are a lot of obnoxious real, fans. Yeah. And I hope that the Patriots do bad. And I hope that the um, Buccaneers do bad too. Oh, God. so that it makes you guys feel better, but I can still tell you guys. Well, that you see, lost. for me, I think I'm taking. I'm, again, I've said this a lot. I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I want Belichick to succeed. I want Brady to succeed because I hate the argument who is more important. Right. I I hope Brady. I hope they make the playoffs. No, they're not. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's not going to happen there. I just. I think the Patriots can be better than you think. No, I, they I don't bring think back that they're the not, number one defense. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to. And they have some. I don't think that they're going to be – I think they're going to be worse than what they were, of Yeah, course, me too. But I think that a lot of teams but in the AFC – still the playoffs. No, I'm just saying a lot of AFC – a lot of teams in the AFC has, have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Like, you know, Colts, so it's going to be Texans, the Colts. Texans, well, uh, uh, Tex- Bill O'Brien is screwed. We're going to te- put the Texans in a corner. Yeah. We're going to – they're going to gather themselves. give me Deshaun Watson themselves. next year. They're going to gather themselves. That would be great. I just need you guys to suffer once. once. Just give me one season of suffering. You thought it was going to happen in 2018 when the Steelers when the, when they picked Tom Brady. I, I was like, "Oh, that's it. Our season's over." I did. Well, no, the Patriots go reinvent themselves and they go. I did. They and blow was, out the Chargers. They was, beat Kansas City on the road. Yes, it was last. It, it was the year before last when, yeah. like, we won the battle, but you guys won the war because we like beat you guys regular season. Yeah, and you guys hung that picture up in your uh, yeah. dumb. Yeah, your but it's cute okay. Little, did you make um, the playoffs that year? You know, I can't. <laughs> you can't remember. I'm just think, you know, it's just so many playoffs. Yeah, just, yeah they kind of blur together. That's how up. I feel about Super Bowls. They I all kind of merge up. together for me. I'm like, ah. Oh, I guess but. it's, but that's over now. So I don't, I don't really care. All right, well, we'll tune back in at some point. And yes. See if Kurt's suffering. This has been yeah. amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you for having me. I always throw this out there to my guests at the end. How long do you think we've been talking for? Oh, okay, let's do it. Um, an hour and a half. Close. Right now, we're about an hour 26 into the... Look at that. It's a good guess. That was great. New York. Guys, she predicts it's for a living. It's because I do this. It's come. just sometimes poorly when it comes to the Steelers. <laughs> come so. on. But no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, seriously, Chanel, thanks for coming on. And I, uh, I'm i sure the listeners are going to love it. Yes, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right, guys. That's a wrap on Episode 7. Once again, thank you so much to Chanel for coming on the show. Uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. It was a lot of fun to record. Chanel, like I mentioned, has meant so much to me professionally and personally that I was stoked to get her on the show. Just so you guys know, uh, this was episode seven. I'm thinking I'm going to have episode eight, nine, and ten, and then take a short little break. But we're going to have a lot of really cool guests. I know everyone's been talking about getting Coach Hanson and Coach Dombrowski back. They will be back. I promise you that. And then we'll go a quick little break um, after episode 10, and then we'll get back into it. So thanks so much for listening, and I will catch you next time on Playing the Field. I just want to know, I just know